Good day, everybody. It is I, Shane Alberani, your magical musical podcast host guy, who is bringing you yet another episode of the Huntington University Comets podcast. And on today's show, we have got Comet defenseman Joe Masonis. You might remember him. Uh, he played a few games with the Comets last season. Uh, he managed to find his way back to Fort Wayne here a couple of weeks ago, and we are so glad he did because I had a chance to have a real long talk with the guy, and he's got some interesting stories, comes from an interesting background, and it was a fun fun talk and I'm sure everyone is going to just love it. So here we go. Here is myself and Comet defenseman Joe Masonis. There you go. Looking good. It's nice. You see, you I, can hear. I, I almost didn't shave today because I wanted to match your energy. Uh, I mean, I let it go for like two days and then my wife was like, well, what's happening? What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> this is about, I want to say three, four days. Three, four, four days? Four four or five days that's solid yeah it's no it, it comes back pretty quick for me so i definitely need to stay up to date on it but i definitely let the five o'clock shadow stick around sometimes <laughs> <laughs> so how long do you normally let it go for uh you know it's uh, we're on a winning streak that changes <laughs> you know, it, it ebbs and flows i'd say yeah absolutely <laughs> now the hair you've grown that out yeah yeah bit. um so my little brother christian who's at norwich in vermont yeah uh, joined the Marine Cadets, and basically his uh, high school buddy that they went to Norwich together, playing football there together, and uh, in the Marine Cadets together. But uh, I wound up doing their high and tights before they went for school, so I decided to do it as well. And then I just hadn't cut it since. <laughs> um, but my sister is a hairdresser out in California as well. <clears throat> really? And uh, she's the only person that's touched it since. So it's been a year. I've had one trim and still going need another one here soon but uh plans probably to donate the hair eventually oh nice i, I love the pictures of like you guys come out of juniors or college and it's like you guys are all clean cut and like after two or three years of pro hockey it's just you look like you know crusty the cloud from, from the simpsons <laughs> every one of you <laughs> uh, absolutely no it's uh it comes with the territory right so you, you know you go through it all and experience it and then you know you be you come to who you are in that day, and that's that's where your life brings you. So, uh, so you're from uh, New Jersey, few, yeah. One of the few hockey players, pro hockey players from New Jersey. Yeah, I mean, a couple good ones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of good ones coming out now these days. Yeah, you know, uh, JBR and then Johnny Gaudreau. You got um, and Tony D'Angelo, and man, a bunch of great hockey players uh, coming out of there. And you know, I'm missing a few. John Carlson, uh, man plenty to go around but then you know you had the devils being successful in the late 90s early 2000s yeah, yeah. you know really brought hockey along in new jersey and then you know new jersey is one of those melting pots of hockey where you get a mix of uh, new york rangers and new jersey devils and you know islanders and flyers fans so and you're a rangers fans right i grew up a rangers fan <laughs> my uh, my dog i named after mark messier is a rookie nickname moose so i uh, yeah stuck in true blue there um but yeah, no, I, my dad was working in New York and he was a Ranger fan and it just came natural, right? And, you know, you look up to your father as your role model in life and that's his team. That's my team. So that was... So you, but you weren't around for the last cup, 94? How old are you? I was not. I'm 97. Oh my God. Absolutely. No, 100%. <laughs> but I was lucky enough to actually play uh, for Marc Messier in Quebec, uh, being a little peewee Quebec kid. Yeah. And he was our... You know, assistant coach or helping coach with his father, Doug, and that was a really awesome experience. And just, 
growing up watching him, that was uh, full circle there. So that's kind of my New York Rangers uh, childhood, you know. I remember the night that yeah. they won the cup. I was uh, actually very memorable because I went to see Pink Floyd. And it was uh, it was like, uh, okay, it's game seven. I had to record it. So it's like <laughs> coming home, you know, no internet. No, it was no such thing. So it's like, don't turn the radio on. Don't do anything until I get home and able to watch it. So, but that's, uh, that's awesome. That's my New York Ranger story. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so you grew up in New Jersey, right? Yes. Okay. So your sister's hairdresser in California. Yeah. So that's a long trip. How did that happen? Absolutely. What's going on there? Um, so that's my sister, Mary Grace. She was, um, you know, did college for a semester and just i don't think she was looking i don't think college was her for the start but yeah. she said she'd give it a try and she did and uh i think she always knew she wanted to uh make her own path and she did and she's uh, been out there uh, man maybe 13 years now and she's built a life and a career and you know She's doing great. She's the oldest, or uh, she's the oldest girl. Okay, yeah. So you have a big family. Big family. Oh, so okay. I'm one of ten children. <gasps> Shut up. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I, I'm can you one name of, them all? Can you do it all? I could do it pretty quick for you. Aggie Grace, Eliotti, Faith, Mike, Christian, Hope, Ambrose, Bang. Um, <laughs> those are what they go by, not their full names. Um, but yeah, so I have four brothers, five sisters. I'm the fourth oldest. Um, so I have an oldest brother, Thomas Ignatius. And then it would be Mary Grace. And then you have Ellen Rose. Ellie just had a baby. Luke. How did you just get Joe? You got all these other cool first names. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm Joseph Reynolds, um, Masonis. And that's my dad's mother's father's uh, full name. So Joseph Reynolds uh, was his full name. And it's like they ran out of creativity when you popped out. Uh, yeah, well, well, I will say that all our names uh, have to do with either a saint or yeah. some type of uh, Catholic Christian faith. Uh, yeah, yeah. We have a faith, hope, and a grace. So. <laughs> <laughs> so what was it like being with nine siblings? Oh man, and was, you're in the middle. Yeah, so I, I couldn't imagine. So who's the oldest up. and who's the youngest? What's the age range? Uh so Iggy, that one is 31 to 14. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So our youngest is a freshman in high school yeah. right now. Ambrose James. Uh, he's playing football, uh, travel basketball, and he's having a great freshman year at Manaswan uh, in New Jersey. Um, that's where some of my sisters played basketball, yeah. won state championships there. Um, but yeah, big athletic family, um, always playing sports in the backyard. Basketball is always a big one. Uh, we grew up by the beach, so I was uh, always in, <clears throat> on our bikes, swimming, you know, in the ocean, surfing, fishing, yeah. and spearfishing on boats. Spearfishing? Uh, yeah. What is that about? Absolutely. How do you do that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hawaiian sling and some <laughs> flippers and snorkel, you know. Um, but I get a lot of spear sure. fishing in New Jersey. I guess it's kind of weird. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You gotta make I sure you got fish. all your tags water, and all yeah. your certs, and you know, make sure you're prepared and you're good to go. Um, but yeah, no, just kind of being in that area, that environment uh, opens different doors for you, right? Yeah. So, uh, just naturally went towards them um, and got a great experience from it. But uh, yeah, no, it was wild growing up with uh, 10 kids. You got a lot of kids running around. And then my mom's one of 13. And, like, <laughs> I want to say 11 out of the 13 families live, you know, within 10, 15 miles. So it's, uh, you know, 20, 30 cousins on five years at either side of my age, you know. So the, what's Thanksgiving like in your house when you were growing up? What was that like? Thanksgiving's pretty cool. <laughs> so um, I'm 
on my dad's side we had to we flip-flop every other year so we'd go to my dad's side and meet up with his family and do a great a little uh, house party and thanksgiving um that's our smaller side but it's always a great time but uh the big side on my mom's side when <clears throat> there's too many people to fit in one house we uh so my my mom's father was uh so he received the Buffalo Award from uh, the Boy Scouts of America. Okay. I uh, worked for Boy Scouts of America, I believe, for 60 years. Wow. Um, but he was yeah. head for, you yeah. know, 25, 30. And basically, there's a Boy Scout camp in South Jersey that uh, we get to rent out every Thanksgiving. And, you know, all 13 <laughs> of the siblings in my mom's family. So you, you can't know, have it in the house. You actually have to we rent go to a boy, We go to a Boy Scout camp, <laughs> literally. And... Uh, <laughs> We, we have our Thanksgiving in a mess hall and it's usually around a hundred people. Sometimes we've had like 130. Um, but you know, it's, uh, I think one year we had like seven turkeys. Wow. So who's cooking that? All, all the aunts and uncles yeah. are in there Everyone's two great. days before. Yeah. It's uh so it's a whole ordeal. You get, uh, I think every year there's one cousin, aunt or uncle that's designated to sign, you know, wh- who brings what yeah. and whatnot. Um, and then there's the classic, you know, this ant's famous for the marshmallow yams and the uh, salad and whatnot. Um, what's the go-to? What's your favorite? What's when it uh, comes to Thanksgiving fair? What turkey. I like the dark turkey meat yeah. with, you know, my my marshmallow yams and uh, good stuffing gravy. I could just take stuffing and just that's all I need. Oh, yeah, that's stuffing need. is <laughs> phenomenal <laughs> to say the least. But yeah, no, it's uh, it's absolutely an ordeal. It's pretty awesome too. It's big enough where like we, you know, we read from the Bible. We do, uh, you know, group singing. We do uh, a family talent talent show. And, and your uh, talent is. Did and, you have one? Uh, so I, w- I got up there one time and did the hockey stick tricks. Um, I had to for sure. Um, but no, I've got a pretty talented family. It's usually yeah. uh, some of my cousins won the skateboard tricks and uh, man, uh, the karate performances and different things like that all all over the map. So it's yeah, it's always an exciting uh, you know time and great to be with family and the holidays. You know, it's just always. One of those things. But, so, so what did mom and dad do to support these 10 kids? Man, yeah. So my dad worked in New York for a long time. Um, he was a broker. Uh, what? BGC Partners, I believe was the firm. Um, but yeah, no. And then my mom uh, was at home for Probably a while. Probably stayed at home. At home for a while. And then she got back yeah. to work, I want to say like 15 years ago now, a little while ago yeah. now. So um they've both been plugging away you know you have 10 kids and so you get yeah. to provide so it, it's always been making it work and they they have so i'm you know i wouldn't be here without them and you know love you mom and dad <laughs> if you're listening but thank you so much for everything and so did you, I mean, like, get along with your siblings, or was it, you know, oh, obviously, yeah. but I mean, I, I, I mean, I had sister, but it's like, I couldn't handle three or four of them. I mean, I couldn't imagine what that's like. Yeah, no, so you go through those uh, the ebbs and flows, right? You know, you're close one day, you spend too much time together, and then you kind of get on each other's nerves, and you hash it out, but the, that's that's all part of life, right? Yeah. Uh, was know. there any road trips? Were there any, like, road trips oh, for yeah. you? There's murder on everyone's mind. <laughs> Absolutely. So we actually had like one of those uh, 15-seater like airport vans, yeah. basically. Uh, so 
we would uh, load everybody up in the truck and who gets what bunk or what bench and who's sitting next to who leave them alone did you grab the bottles for the little ones like stuff like that so it's, it's all good memories and you know when you think back to being a kid and trout and like playing those games obviously the big moments on the ice you know where you remember but you really do remember like going to the games yeah. and the interactions with family and friends and teammates and it, this this game we play hockey it's it's one of those things it's you you go so many places you meet so many people but it's always about the people and yeah you know and the community you're with and you know just bringing that forward and like experiencing that and really you know being one with those environments and so and, what other sports did you play oh me did growing you, up yeah, I, was, I mean you obviously chose hockey but i mean you said you had basketball players football players in the family yeah yeah absolutely i played my AAU basketball a little bit um i played baseball uh baseball basketball uh i started to pick up lacrosse a little bit but hockey is in the way and um but i surfed as well uh surfed yeah just surfing cousins and then little local yeah. competition stuff um was always fun but uh yeah no it I actually have a cousin who's still a professional surfer. He's doing pretty well, Jude Clark, in New Jersey. But um, yeah, no, uh, just so how'd you get to surfing? Just being by the ocean. Just being just, yeah. just like, hey, that looks like fun. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'll, my mom's siblings, uh, a lot of my uncles are surfers. Really? Uh, yeah. So it's kind of a family event, a family yeah. affair, where uh, you know any weekend on the beach since a lot of us live in spring lake um there's a the washington avenue beach is yeah. like uh, it's the locals beach if you will for spring lake new jersey surfers and uh it's a, i want to say i go there on any given weekend day and i'll see 20 to 40 of my cousins really and or uncles. Yeah, yeah yeah and they you know there's 15 surfboards and kids are taking them uncles are taking them and it's just something i grew up around yeah but uh it was it was more of a treat uh, to be able to those were hobbies and my passion has always been hockey yeah so. did you ever get hit like really hard with a wave did oh yeah get drilled a hundred percent i actually broke my nose surfing uh, <laughs> uh, so your worst injury has been surfing injuries nah, yeah i broke playing hockey too for sure you know i soaked a couple punches but um yeah no i i, I remember man i I think I was a freshman in high school and I was getting pretty good at surfing at this point in time. It's a good cardio workout yeah. and good for balance and, and all that. But, um, yeah, I remember dropping in on a wave and it kind of was one of those like shore break days where it rolls slow and yeah. the wind doesn't quite catch it. And then all of a sudden the wind picks it up and the wave doubles up in size. And I basically went down the bottom, turned up, and the, when the wave doubled up, I went to be, I was about to be turning to the top of the wave to like do one of those, it's called a snap in surfing where yeah. you basically <laughs> won't drop in oh, <laughs> that, that video, that classic <laughs> meme, but it's uh you literally go to the top and crush the, uh, the wave, the wave with a big, basically you. And then when I went to do my, you, the wave smacked the front of the nose of the board and the nose <laughs> of the board right in my face. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I got out of the water. My cousin looks over at me, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> he got. He just literally did the hand motion of yeah. nosebleed, and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> and yeah, I went home, and my nose was just shattered. And you still got all the surfboard again after that? Oh yeah, oh. yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> what happens when you get knocked down? Right. That's right, man. You, you get, get back, back up. up. Nice. That's it. <laughs> Surfing, spearfishing, Mike. 
here I, I uh, you know I thought uh, Jilly was going to be the most interesting guy so far this season. You're you're topping him here, man. It's uh, <laughs> awesome. Uh, we're all different. We all got our own life experience, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so does your sister cut your hair? Does she like? Did she like practice on you? Um, I hate to go back to your sister. I will but say, <laughs> yeah, back in the day, she definitely yeah. uh, built confidence in her. Men- <laughs> she's always been a, a unbelievable with the girls and coloring and yeah. things like that. But. Uh, building her confidence with the boys she definitely used the boys as, in our family as test dummies but uh it, it worked out well for her she gives a great haircut yeah <laughs> absolutely uh, well i mean i know you're happy to be back here in fort wayne right mm-hmm. i mean you played uh, a few games last year and by the way your your uh, elite prospects page is the greatest thing right now because <laughs> it gives the projecteds it's projecting you at 253 penalty minutes so you've got a long way to go that's right <laughs> I oh. looked at that. I'm like, that is that's a lot to, to live up to. Hey, that's all right. <laughs> what will happen will happen. <laughs> 253. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of minutes in the box. Hopefully, I, I don't want that many penalty minutes this year. I want to be on the ace, you know, making an, a different type of impact. But I definitely have, will always have that part of my game to me. <laughs> that's right. I mean, you're uh, you're the the scrapper man. So yeah so i mean yeah i mean you you were here last year so obviously you like the place yeah. so you know you're i mean you landed here to again you know you, uh this is one of those things where you know it's a business thing you you get uh released in kalamazoo and you just well, you just fell south you just kind of fell back that's <laughs> right everything happens for a reason yeah 100 percent. yeah it's a blessing in disguise and not even in disguise i don't know why that's just a cliche saying that came <laughs> out but yeah no it's an absolute blessing you know and it just Everything happens for a reason. I'm excited to be yeah. here and excited to, you know, get back in the wing. And you've bounced around so much. It's like yeah. six ECHL teams. Yeah, absolutely. And you're only 25. Yeah. We're going to find you a home. 100%. It's kind of depressing here. It feels like home here. So, hey, <laughs> hopefully I'm here to stay. Yeah, yeah. That's the plan. That's great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, you don't want to, I mean, is this your favorite place? I mean, obviously yeah, you're here, I, but I mean... Community, people, uh, yeah. organization, top to yeah. bottom, you know, yeah, absolutely. First class and feels like home, literally, yeah. in terms of camaraderie and that whole X factor away from the rink, too. Right? Yeah. So it's like, uh, yeah, it's the best way to describe it. It just feels like home. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's where I want to be. It's the people I want to be around. Like I said, it's, it goes back to the community you're with and the people you're with yeah. and what you want to play for and and who you're going to bat with, right? But it's it's hard for you guys because, like, six teams and you're only 25. And it's yeah. like, so you have that, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Absolutely. You know, or even, you know, from year to year, even month to month, like last year, you were yeah. kind of everywhere. Exactly, yeah. And, you know, going up and down, and, and, you know, being pulled from your daily to, you know, hop into a situation yeah. you counted on. And, uh, you know, just through all that, it's just been reps and, you know, learning experiences and it, it's kind of cultivated me into just always being ready and knowing that like, you know, a call could come at any moment and, you know, whenever my moment's in front of me, I have to be yeah. prepared and ready. And that's just it. And as long as you're prepared and you're, you're focused. Yeah. But I mean, just the anxiety of it all, you know, cause it's such a, I mean, yeah. it's show business, you know, you don't know what, you know, from day to day, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those things too. Like, uh, you know, being in the business, you learn to deal with it, right? Yeah. And it's just something that you have naturally because you've faced that adversity. And uh, I guess not everybody from the outside in can always uh, relate, but they can definitely, you know, uh, think about what it might feel like. But, you know, it's 
it's just something that you don't when you're in it you don't really yeah. think too much about it because you don't have yeah. time to think about it and you just try not to you know because uh, you if you're thinking about something else and you're not where right. you are you're right. not you're not focused you're not in your moment and that's where you need to be yeah because if you're living in the future you're anxious if you're living <laughs> in the past you're sad and that's why they call it the present because it's a gift right <laughs> so that's what i try to try to do but you know you gotta learn from your you know you gotta get back up when you fall down yeah. learn from your mistakes and you know carry on forward yeah. and yeah yeah and you were you were drafted right yes. Penguins? yeah yes, did you sir. sign with them or i did, did not you? did not okay i didn't think uh, so they signed me to uh, pto uh, after my junior year and then i was on an american contract and then because yeah. like pittsburgh didn't. and he never played in wheeling which was like you know yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah no i kind of a whirlwind of a rookie year but you know i'm all the better for it so what was it like i mean like you, you get drafted i mean not everybody gets drafted it's such a unique thing yeah. you know even though you didn't sign with them you know you didn't but still you can say hey i was drafted in the nhl it's a pretty cool bragging point yeah no absolutely i mean it's one of those things it's an accomplishment but uh you're only as good as your next best effort yeah. right so um just kind of putting that on the shelf and you know, yeah. today is my day to get after work at 1% better today. And yeah. it's just one of those things. Yeah, you have accomplishments. But like when in terms of my mindset, I, it's happy about the accomplishment, but not unsatisfied. And, right. you know, you move forward and you achieve your next yeah. adversity, whatever is in front of you, right? Yeah. Whether it's easy or hard, you know, you do it to a T. And the accomplishments just become byproduct of your hard work yeah oh what did you you went to uconn right yes yeah what did you study at uconn uh so i was a communication major i had a minor in human development and family studies and um i have a minor in geography geography yeah seems like a weird it was one of those uh taking gen eds and oh i only need you know two more to get that so i'm gonna do it (laughs) that's that's funny you bring that up my daughter who's a junior uh she actually said hey i'm I have, I can minor in either psychology or history. I'm like, flip a coin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I still I still need to finish the HCFS minor, but I've already completed the uh, geography minor and my comm major. So um, yeah, just banging that. So out. geography was just a eh. byproduct. Of, I I feel like I've always been good with uh, you know like getting around and remembering my way back. Yeah, whether it be you know as a kid on bike or you know driving as an adult I, I, I feel pretty confident like without a map i'd be very okay no I, mean, I would not i mean i don't know how i'm surprised i'm still around i mean like before google and before you had your phone i mean i could just be wandering the streets and like i was like you live here i'm like i know i'm i'm lost i'm trying to where i'm going it's like oh no I, I can get lost in my own town I, i'll still do it <laughs> my wife is just as bad because like Downtown is not very big, obviously, here, but she, she'll still get confused, and she'll ask me what's <laughs> where are we going? Like, just, just, just don't go down the runway, the the one way one. You'll find it eventually. That's right. Just keep going. <laughs> uh, has there been a town that's really hard to navigate in that you've been to? That's like, who designed this? <laughs> oh, man, um, what city? I guess Pittsburgh in its own right. Yeah. Uh, just because it's an older city and the rivers and stuff. Yeah. Um, that would be the biggest curveball because of the three rivers there. 
or is it two or three? I three. Think it's three, right? Yeah. yeah, it's three rivers. And, um, yeah, because I'm pretty good, like, geographically, honestly. <laughs> Just putting things into perspective geographically, I, I always feel like I'm able to wrap my head around it. So I would say the rivers made the biggest curveball in terms right. of city infrastructure and how traffic would play out. Uh, but yeah. in terms of, like, being confused, yeah. I... But you like New York? I mean, would you go into the city? A yeah, lot? yeah, yeah. So okay. m- my girlfriend yeah. Molly, so and it, she had fifty West Forty Second. Yeah. Uh, so right after college, she was downtown Manhattan, going to see her all the time, um, and uh, she did Boston as well. So it was the those cities. They're two different cities, and uh, you know have their own. Uh, highs and lows yeah but uh and positive and negative is what i was looking for excuse me yeah um but yeah no it's, the city is actually easier than you would think because it's on the grid map you know right I mean? so the grid right, really right. does help you structure everything it's not like here you just run into a cornfield there's a building <laughs> then there's a cornfield <laughs> where am i hey but i i like those views you know <laughs> definition of a plane <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean, uh, it is. You know, if you get into a big, big city, I mean, that's like uh, intimidating. You know, but like you said, it, it, it is. Yeah. It is easy, easier to get around. You know. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Especially when it, if you're in a spread out city too, or you don't have a car, and oh yeah, things are you know 15 minutes. Yeah. Drive. And so that's a whole. And they don't. Maybe they don't have the uh, public transportation yeah. and trains or buses, whatever is efficient as other cities right so yeah yeah it's all uh what you call it arbitrary based on the <laughs> location <laughs> yeah. so uh, you mentioned molly is she with you she, yeah, yeah yeah absolutely yeah. so um yeah me and molly it's her birthday today oh happy birthday, happy birthday honey. Molly. um <laughs> she's taking care of moose back home working hard she's uh uh, software consultant. She's oh, she's not with you here. In no, town? she is. Oh, yeah, she is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Molly's been with me since I've been playing in Morf- Norfolk. We've been living together during the year, and um, you know, just looking to you know. Did you guys meet there? We met at UConn. Oh, okay. Uh, so we've been together for seven years, and she played lacrosse at UConn, and she's an also a comm major at UConn, and um, yeah, she was working in New York after school, then Boston, and then uh, you know, I was too much being away from each other and here we are and now we have a uh, four-year-old golden retriever together oh and, uh, that's nice <laughs> she's just she's truly you know been more than words can describe and what was me. she doing in new york what was what was her what um, was she doing when she was there she's yeah. working uh she's working for fox sports uh, oh really what was yeah, she doing um it it was um it was a calm role where she was it was a lot in advertising yeah um but basically she was managing accounts for like Nessin and uh, Fox sports networks, basically um, placing advertisements oh, okay. and managing yeah. money, like yeah. allocating money to, yeah. you know, certain advertisements at certain times yeah. and games and yeah, yeah. She's different things like that. Yeah. So that was a yeah. good experience for her. And, you know, um, she, a lot of our, so we went to Connecticut university of Connecticut yeah. and uh, a lot of her class from her lacrosse team and, um, a lot of my hockey teammates uh, wound up settling South Boston and working there after school. So it was just natural for her while, you know, I'm playing pro and I'm on the road to be around, you know, friends. And uh, not that she wasn't in New York. It yeah. just uh, two different cities, try a yeah. different city out. And uh, did uh, Boston for a year there. And uh, she had a great experience there, working for a company called Corio. 
and then um yeah join me in norfolk and moose so she's okay with the whole hockey lifestyle here she's yeah she uh, still you know okay with it she's my biggest supporter (laughs) nice i wouldn't be here without her um seriously i you know i i love that girl (laughs) period (laughs) she's my rock don't we all molly's awesome (laughs) she is awesome she's the best and i wish her very happy birthday (laughs) well it's nice that i mean she was an athlete so she gets it too yeah so you know Yeah. yeah So lacrosse, did you get into lacrosse? That's huge in New Jersey. That's like I, a thing. I personally <laughs> didn't, but you know, she was a hell of an athlete in yeah. high school. She was a so all American lacrosse, all American field hockey. Um, so she was a high school all American to really? sports, and yeah, and I think a couple of years in a row. So you know, athletes. Gene uh, runs in their family as well. She's uh, from a big family, one of five. Big. Uh, both Irish One Catholics, of five lightweights, <laughs> the personas over here. <laughs> no, absolutely. But her mom too is a from big family as well. One of eleven, and just it, it's so fun, you know, uh, growing big families. And <laughs> but when you actually left, when did you leave home? When did you, you know, when I left the the coop? Yeah. Um, and how happy were you to get out of there? <laughs> it, well, it was so I I left a bit. So my sophomore year of high school, I was playing. Um, in in New Jersey, but from where I lived to where my team was is sometimes a two and a half hour drive with yeah. with traffic, but regularly an hour and a half drive. So um, I was going to school online, and I was basically out of the house like three or four days nights a week. Mm-hmm. I was, was living with a teammate, yeah. and uh, we'd go to practice. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I guess like my sophomore year of high school, I kind of had like a trial run on a weekly basis, if you will, being yeah. out of the house. Yeah. Um, but then my junior, senior year, I went to the national program in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and that was my first time really being away from home uh, for a long period of time. And, you know, living away from home, not, you know, having mom and dad and making food and different things like that and being around the siblings for support. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I, my sophomore year of high school, I was 16 years old and moved out to Ann Arbor. I went from living with, uh, you know, 10 kids and having cousins in and out, you know, 17, 15 kids in the house, in the backyard, bikes on the side of the road, uh, to, you know, living with uh, Bruce and Lucy and Lackey. And we were, uh, you know, the four of us in one house. It was a little bit quiet. It was was an adaptation, but, you know, I'm all the better for it. And, you know, I had a great experience. Did you share a room when you were a kid? I always, yeah, I always shared a room. I yeah, I always shared a room. My older brother when I was younger, then my little brother when I was little, <laughs> and then I didn't have my room because we shared. And yeah, we, we downsized, and there were still six kids at home, so you know, <laughs> you make it work. See, so, yeah, I, I, you got to have your own room. That would drive me nuts. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, that's all right. Not for me. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, you you get used to the quiet. I mean. <laughs> Absolutely, there's power in silence. That's true. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, what else can we talk about? Well, you, it's here. You played on six different ECHL teams, but you played that one year in the SPHL. Yeah. It wasn't even a year. It was yeah. just games. But, like, you were kind of in that, the pandemic thing. Absolutely. Not sure where yeah. can I go kind of thing. Fully. Um, yeah, so I was in Greenville when COVID ended the season. Yeah. Um, and I had signed with Greenville over that off season to go back during the COVID year. Um, but basically they said they had five teams of American league players sending them players and 
they let me go the day before I was supposed to leave. Oh. Yeah. So that was that was tough, obviously, to yeah. use to take. Um, and then, you know, being a draft pick and, you know, being where I was at in my career, I wasn't sure which way to go. Um, and then just with the way the world was and different things, I, I basically, I went home and started a hockey business. Um, just, uh, you know, skills business, working with players. Yeah. And, uh, just started doing that. And then um, I, was, I was also like, using my network basically trying to figure out if i could find a place to play and uh then even for the next season right yeah. so i uh, talked to you know some people in the hockey community and they were like not playing for one year is one thing but not playing for two is a yeah. whole another yeah. so they were like you know see if you can get some games in and you know i knew kevin kerr was down there uh he's now in birmingham but i i knew him you know from greenville and uh he wanted me down there and uh you know i decided to go but yeah, when I got there, you know, I, I played and I I just decided it wasn't what was best for me uh, after, you know, I guess I was there for a month. And, um, yeah, I just decided it wasn't what was best for me. And I went home and, you know, I was fortunate enough to receive an American League contract that next, yeah. for that next season. So yeah. uh, I was really grateful for that opportunity and that led me to Fort Wayne at the end of the year. So, you know, you like go. I said, everything yeah, happens yeah, for a reason. Yeah. But yeah. that year, I mean, what were you, I mean, you only played a few games. So yeah, I mean, what nine, was, I believe it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, a lot of you guys are in that group, obviously. But, I mean, that's, I mean, how hard was you to get back in shape, you know? Uh, I mean, it's one of those things, like, I, I, I always felt I stayed in shape, but obviously game shape's it, It's two different things, things yeah. right? So, you know, you, you jump right into it, and you do, you do the best you can. And, yeah, you don't really think too much about it because it's one of those things you can't think too much about you gotta yeah. be ready for your moment so um that's kind of my take on that is you know i just <coughs> block it out and this is where i am <laughs> and this is what i gotta do so you started your own business yeah yeah so yeah that yeah. was, that was a good it's yeah. a great learning experience and you know i'm happy that i have it and yeah it's one of those things that you know i just stick with it i have it for the rest of my life so it's uh yeah no it's it was probably the most positive thing I, I did during covid for, really? for myself yeah yeah um just in terms of like my future and you know assets for my life right yeah uh and that was my first time starting a business so that was you know just that experience was great yeah. and yeah no I, I enjoy working with kids and you know i've gotten to see you know players become great players so it's uh pretty awesome to see and then just like I said, the community. There's nothing like the hockey world. Yeah, such a small world. Yeah, you know? exactly. When yeah, I mean, you get you guys are so connected, and sometimes I even forget that. You know, yeah. it's you know, it's like oh yeah, we played, we played. You know, when we were 15, or we played in college, and we play. You know, and it's like you just kind of think. You know, these guys, you get on your team, you've never seen these guys before ever on the other side. No, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Some of them you fought, some of them you grew up with, and right. won championships with. But you know, right. when the puck drops, you're going I'm sure, I'm sure as hell going to headbutt that guy. <laughs> you know, get right in there and go toe to toe with him. I do so. like to ask that. Like, do you guys like like? Have you ever had to drop him with one of your friends? Yeah, I mean, obviously you have. You I know. did I already mean, this year. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Was that with uh, with Wheeler? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's we, a good, he's a jer good yeah. Jersey boy, and yeah. you know, it just one of those things. It just kind of happened, and he's a good kid and good good on him, and yeah. But you kind of uh, messed him up a little bit, right? I mean. It, <laughs> He, he was all right. He got a he got a little cut, but you know he's a nail gun for standing in there. You know he had to go and he went. So I, all the respect to him. Seriously. 
you know it takes a lot to you know I, I, girls just, like scars no <laughs> that's what I, i've always hey look man girls like scars it's, it's a thing there you go <laughs> boom the warriors <laughs> i did you a favor <laughs> i did you a favor <laughs> i'm gonna tell them that Don't, I, I did you. that's awesome yeah so that's i i've always taken that approach it's like yeah <laughs> maybe not emotional but yeah on the face yeah girls dig that <laughs> sorry wheels <laughs> It's a little tip, yeah. So, uh, so uh, on your, uh, I like to stalk your guys' Instagram and stuff, but yeah. it says mental health advocate. Yeah, what is that about? I, it, that, yeah, I mean, that's is that like something that uh, you want to get involved with? Or? Yeah, no, I think yeah. it's something that I live. I think that it's, uh, you, you know, you're not anything without your mental health, yeah. right? Like you can't be physically healthy if you don't yeah. have your mental health. So I just, it's one of those things that I promote in terms of. Right. You have to be mentally strong to be physically strong and obviously if you're physically strong and you're not mentally strong you might not be ready for what the task at hand so yeah just one of those i put it up there a long time ago and i tried to live by it so it's you know it's a it's always you you keep that in your mind and mindfulness towards others as well so yeah just and it's also like you know you go to a lot of rooms and Sometimes guys might, you come in, guys don't know you, they're having a hard time, they need an outlet, you know, maybe they see that and, you know, I can become that outlet. So, um, yeah, just something that is a foundation for me is that, you know, you have to be mentally healthy to be physically healthy. So, you know, I'm always open and I'll lend an ear or, you know, just be there to be a presence for you. And you're still such a young guy. I mean, you're only 25. Yeah. It's crazy. But you've, you know, been a lot of places. You can already give that advice to these younger guys who walk in the room. Yeah. But I mean, it's a, there's a time and a place, right? (laughs) Oh, sure. Uh, Sure. I'm not not saying you're standing at the front of the door and giving people (laughs) advice. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, you know, you go through stuff and others, if they, they, they know it, then they know that you have experience in that and they're willing to listen. If not, you know, no harm, no foul. Yeah. You know, I, you know, if it's not for you, it's not for you, and that's okay. I'm not here to, you know, uh, inflict my opinions <laughs> on people. You know, it's just, uh, you know, if you're asking, I'll tell. And if, you know, you need a, a friend, yeah. I'll, I'll be there for you, you know. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, you never know what the guy next to you is going through. Sure, or, sure. And that, know, yeah, and yeah. Yeah, it's just one of those things. It's like... Uh, he, it's something that's so open now that you talk about. Yeah, it's like we, we never used to talk about exactly, that. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I think for me is like uh, as I've gone through, transparency has been a huge thing. So you know, and you know how each other feel. It's right. it's a huge. It, you know, it's just like you. And you don't get me wrong. You never. You don't need to know how somebody feels. Period. Yeah. Um, you got a job to do, and you got to get yeah. it done. But um, yeah, no, just that extra piece right yeah. like when you're trying to get better and like it, it, you know you you take in new ideas and you got to be open to allow those ideas yeah. to come in right so that's part of it as well it's just open transparency and it's yeah it's kind of what yeah. it's all about you know keeping your mental health strong so you can be yeah. strong and when it, when you're relied upon so yeah and since you've kind of moved around so much like you played on three different teams last year it's like yeah how do you enter that room because i mean okay this is my third team you know and you have to try and fit in you know yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's hard well <laughs> yeah no i guess like it, absolutely you go into a different room and, and for me it's like i know who i am yeah um 
and obviously they bring you in for a reason and you just want to impact that room in a positive yeah. way and yeah, i mean for me i'm religious so i i always look at it to the text towards questions and um, you know my name joseph means he will add so I, you know that's something i try to do in the right place in the right time and you know if i can do that and it can help and that's what i'm going to do and you know if i see that it might not be the right place in time and you know i'm gonna hold out for the right place in time and that's just not that not the time so yeah. that's okay and it's cool you, i mean that you have all those siblings to fall back on too that's yeah. also kind of neat that you've got all these big brothers and big sisters you know that you can also talk to right yeah no yeah. absolutely and like they all have their own walks of life where they have their own experiences that you know that they can relate and we can relate in different ways and you know just roll stuff off if we want to but you know it's it's great that you know i can pick up the phone and call them anytime yeah. obviously that's family so but you know that's another thing in this hockey world i got a lot of that family yeah. in this hockey world so it's, it's a beautiful thing as well so, yeah um where i can't have those conversations where they might be able to relate you know where they can't relate you know i can yeah pick up and call my hockey family too so yeah 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 awesome. see, that's to see don't take that because my sister passed away so i don't have a you know so it's like it's yeah. if I'm anything i would use to be able to pick up the phone and talk to my sister you know yeah. so it's so yeah so I mean, that's actually really cool i mean that you have all that family support you know thanks, Shane. Yeah. thanks for sharing that i'm sorry for your oh, loss that's that's all right you know yeah. no absolutely but uh uh, I mean, have your as your folks come see you play at all? I mean, when you're a pro, because I mean, got it. They're probably traveling a lot seeing these, tried, seeing these kids. Yeah. <laughs> no, they absolutely tried. They um, they were supposed to come up to Adirondack when I was there last year, and I uh, wound up getting called up when they, like they were literally leaving. Um, but I they used to come see me at UConn all the time. I've kind of been like away uh, in terms of location and yeah my yeah, mom my yeah. mom's still coaching basketball so she 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 runs a non-profit uh, aau program in jersey and um like she's always traveling so it's hard for her but they always are all together in the living room watching it together yeah. and sending me videos so it's a, it's you know a big family you're yeah. in the land of basketball now oh yeah <laughs> no I mean, my mom said <laughs> that's <what> my mom said <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I've come from more of a girls' basketball family. But yeah, yeah. no, absolutely, my I grew up in that uh, that world too. So. Yeah, I uh, Indiana high school basketball, big fan. Oh, yeah. Hoosier, so I'm a I'm a fan of that. Oh yeah, you know? no, it's an it, yeah. entertaining sport to watch. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You never, I mean, so basketball was like, was that not your thing? I mean, you were. Uh, I just. I love hockey. Yeah, I'm I a just, hockey player. Yeah, <laughs> it's that simple. Um, yeah, just, no, I I enjoyed playing it. You yeah. know, you get hand-eye skills from dribbling balls and shooting yeah. and different things like that. Where shooting's like passing a puck, um, or you know, dribbling's kind of like stick handling. So, yeah. um, you know, you get mechanics that can apply to the game, but you know, it wasn't my passion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're probably a physical basketball player too. You get fouled out probably an awful lot. I was very good at boxing out. <laughs> I, I was thinking that. I was like, you know what? I get five fouls. I'm going to use them all. I used to jump. I used to jump, and then like I was the guy that would push the guy down to like get higher up. And then I learned. I started doing that in soccer too. And then I only played like two years of soccer. A year of soccer. Two years. I I don't think you chose hockey. I think it kind of chose you because That's I right. think you were probably out of everything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I I remember baseball was too slow for me. I was I was a, I would like catch 
I would pitch catch, shortstop, center field, and like I remember, if, like so I, I'd catch a whole game and then I'd close it out. Yeah. Because I knew all the batters, or, or you know, I'd, yeah, I started the game pitching and I only did like an inning or two to throw heat in the beginning of the game and then i'd catch the rest of the game or i'd go in the outfield for the last innings because they had you know the top of the lineup up or something so i was uh i was always flopping around in baseball playing the act more active positions but it was uh just the pace for me yeah i you know i've was always going. Now you take me as a high energy kind of guy. Absolutely, yeah. No, I definitely don't need anything to get me up. So, <laughs> well, great, man. I, I appreciate you coming in here, and uh, we got to know you, and uh, we hope you stick around a little bit longer this time, eh? Yeah, no, absolutely. It's going to be a great year, and it's always a pleasure with you, Shaner. Thank you so much. All right, buddy. Thanks. Thank you. Sadly, the episode is over, but don't fret, Comet fans. We're going to have another one, a special one, next week. So that'll be something uh, to get you revved up and into Thanksgiving week. So uh, I want to thank Joe Masonis for being my guest here today. It was a great talk. He's a great dude. Make sure you say hi to him after the games and uh, welcome him back to Fort Wayne because he loves it here, and we love him, and we love you for listening to this episode of the Huntington University Comets Podcast.